Hey, it's Adam from Next Level Radio. I had a chance to speak with Tony Dennison from TNT's hit drama, Major Crimes. Tony was awesome to talk to. He also helped us out before the interview by sharing it on his Facebook and Twitter, so we'd like to thank him again for that. He gave us some great insight into the show Major Crimes, as well as his character, Lieutenant Andy Flynn. Tony also told us about some of the projects he has upcoming this year, including three feature films. Make sure you check that out. Follow him on Twitter at RealTonyDennison. Also follow us on Twitter at NXT Level Radio and give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com backslash online, And head over to our website, nextlevelradioonline.com. There you will find shows, more guest spotlights like this one, and much, much more. If you want to hear a recap of this interview, listen to myself and my co-host Ben Beck on the showcast Sunday, July 13th. If you miss out on the live episode or the live interviews, you can always subscribe to us on iTunes and download them on the go. Thanks for listening and enjoy the interview. Welcome to another guest spotlight here on Next Level Radio. I'm your host, Adam Gorey. Tonight's guest has been appearing in movies and television for about 30 years and still going strong. He began playing his character, Lieutenant Andy Flynn, in 2005 on TNT's The Closer, and now you can still see him as Lieutenant Flynn every Monday at 9, 8 central on TNT's hit drama Major Crimes, including tonight's brand new episode. Joining me on the Next Level Radio Hotline, please welcome Mr. Tony Dennison. Tony, thank you for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you, Adam? I'm doing very well. How was your, uh, how was your 4th of July weekend? Um, it was nice. It was very Norman Rockwell. Uh, you know, <laughs> I walked down to the end of the block where I live, my girlfriend and I and a friend. We watched fireworks and... Um, you know, fireworks, annual fireworks display down the block from where I've been living. And so that was fun. And the afternoon went to a friend's house for a barbecue and it was, you know, just very laid back and very, you know, very nice. Are you, uh, are you West Coast or East Coast? Uh, I am from New York originally, but I love living in California. Okay, so you live in California now? Okay, because we're we're uh, we're Philadelphia based, so I mean it was like ninety five here today. Uh, I'm sure you probably had a little oh, bit nicer weather. Weather. Yeah, we, well, we it's it was warm here today, but it was finally a little more uh, more less humid. Yeah, We've that been getting a lot of humidity of late. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know that really stinks. Yeah, we we. Uh, but we, I mean, but even so, I'll take I'll like I tell people, I'll take dry and wet heat. Any day over any kind of dry and wet colds. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to complain at all because I mean, well, the the winter we had, I'll take the uh, 95 degree with like 80 percent humidity. I'll stay inside. <laughs> right. um, now, I I uh, I hear you're a little bit of uh, a cook. You like to cook a lot. Uh, I like to cook. Yeah, I don't I don't know if a lot. <laughs> it's a fair representation of it, but I do like to cook. I like to cook. I like to. I like to build things, you know, like I guess I'm an amateur carpenter, you know. Okay. Did, uh, did you, um, speaking of cook, the cooking part, did you, uh, grill anything special over 4th of July, or do you usually just go burgers and dogs? Uh, I didn't do anything special. I went to, uh, like I said, a friend's house, and he, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and he, you know, he and his wife, uh, you know, did the cooking, and it was nice, and then, uh, you know, just chowed down, uh, uh, 
excuse me, just chowed down on the food and had a good time. And then when I got back here, we watched the fireworks. My friend, my other friend left, and then we, uh, my girl and I, had some popcorn. Very nice. Do, do you ever bring up to uh, your your co-star on, on Major Crimes, Mary McDonald? Did you ever bring up uh, her stout at, or her uh, role as First Lady Marilyn Whitmore in Independence Day? One of my uh, favorite, you know, patriotic films. Yeah, no, I well, no, I've talked to her about it, you know, and how much fun, you know, how I enjoy the movie. I enjoy watching it. I don't know what it is about the movie, but every time it's on, you know, I, I somehow wind up staying tuned, stay tuned, staying tuned to it. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's he's a very interesting director, um, Rowan, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the opportunity to work with him someday. Yeah, he's a very interesting director. He does, yeah, you know, he does real like homespun kind of storytelling. You know, very simple stuff, but it but it works. It yeah, and the story. the uh, the president's speech in that movie. Uh, we actually we do a weekly show every Sunday. We were talking about it yesterday. Um, the president's speech in that movie is probably one of the greatest movie speeches of all time. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's it's a good show. Good show. Yeah. Good um, b- before we get into major crimes, I want to thank you actually for uh, for doing a little sharing and a little tweeting about you coming on with us. Um, I saw you had retweeted oh. a couple times and shared on your Facebook page. Which... My uh, my yeah, my publicist is all over me about tweeting, and <laughs> Facebooking, and... and if you want to no, follow you gotta get social media, you got to do the social media. <laughs> like, all right, all right. No, is it? Like I don't want to do it. So so strange. I was going to say, to take a little getting used to with all the, especially with Twitter. I mean, Facebook's a little different, but Twitter, I mean, literally, it's just update after update after update. Well, to tell you the truth, yeah, I still don't understand all the hashtags, (laughs) why you have to hashtag, and who cares if whoever you're hashtagging sees what you, you know, you just want to post something, post it, for God's sake. (laughs) Yes, I saw you actually have a little bit of a Twitter following with the hashtags with Flynn Girls. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! I've got like five thousand followers. On, yeah, on, on uh, Twitter, and it's, it's. I mean, I don't have as many as some some people out there, but I got a good number of people who follow me. Oh yeah, and I was gonna say because it, it's funny because you know we've had uh, some people on with with you know twenty or thirty or whatever, but you know their fans. I feel like it's thirty thousand people, but only maybe a couple thousand pay attention to what they actually say. With you, it seemed like you have about yeah. five thousand or so, and all five thousand are paying attention to what you're saying. I mean, it's you know, what I mean, like some people just have followers for followers, but you have actually like um, loyal followers. Well, it's like they say, you know, quality rather than quantity. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, they're, they're good people all, and. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, like really serious fans, you know, too, of the show. And, mm-hmm. you know, they ask really like heads up kind of questions. And, you know, you can't answer every single tweet. Otherwise, you'd have a, you know, go out of your mind. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, you can't answer every tweet, even if you had a hundred followers. Yeah. But, um, so I, you know, I try to the best of my ability to you know, stay in the game with that. I mean, like tonight, we have uh, the new episode, so sometimes, um, you know, I'll try to live tweet while the episode's going on. Oh, that's cool. Uh, again, <clears throat> pardon me, the biggest problem there is that I'm not a fast typer, even if I'm doing <laughs> it with my thumbs. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I don't 
I tend to like get annoyed with spell check when it doesn't spell it exactly what I want. And um, you know, do you usually so. type on your phone or on your computer? Uh, my phone okay, or my yeah. iPad. Okay, because I was gonna say because sometimes uh, speaking of typing on phones and computer, my autocorrect because I have an iPhone as well. My autocorrect will change words that are actual words to different words that I I don't mean. <laughs> like it it changed the word food to good the other day. I, I don't know how that makes any uh-huh. sense. <laughs> um. But anyway, so as I mentioned uh, earlier, you began your career, you know, back in the mid '80s. Uh, what's, you know, other than maybe social media, what's been the biggest change in television and movies that you've experienced during your extensive uh, acting career? Um, I guess, I guess the thing is that, that so many more opportunities for actors to act. Okay. You know. Yeah, I mean, just so many have... more like outlets and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean when I when I got my break. Uh, with Crime Story, right? I think Fox uh, was just starting out. I mean, I, I think I, I mean I did I did it was ABC, NBC, CBS. I think Fox was just brand new at the time, or maybe a year old or two years old at the most. Okay. So there were four networks. <clears throat> there were no real ca- there was one cable show, a sitcom, I think, in 1985, and it didn't last very long. <laughs> and then you know there was some. Some people try giving it a shot, you know, but it wasn't really happening on any kind of, you know, big way. And then all of a sudden, you know, cable networks started to blossom and, you know. Um, yeah, now Fox has just, three of its own networks or three or four networks. Yeah, I mean, you have, you have uh, I remember USA when it first started, everybody thought, oh, please, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> now it's, you know, really a great, great network. Same thing with, same thing with, um, yeah, same thing with whatchamacallit. Um, well, TNT itself, I mean, uh, the, the Turner Networks are, you know, with TBS. Yeah, TNT, and, I was going to say, TNT and TBS. True TV. I mean, I and, just watch TBS just to watch, you know, uh, the, the Braves play. Baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch much of what, what they, you know, they, they had reruns of <clears throat> of shows that, you know, that I didn't really care or wasn't big fans of. So I didn't watch much TNT, but I did watch... You know the Braves games, certainly the, the playoffs. I did right, and um, and then uh, what happened? Uh, oh, and then you know the FX came along. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's so it's when you think about it as an actor right now, there are just so many wonderful opportunities. You know, I mean, it's just FX. Is you know, uh, Showtime is doing original. Everybody, I mean. Hell, there was even an original show on uh, Animal Planet for a little while. Oh yeah, I think um, yeah they have a couple um, like not reality shows, but they have you know the guides and stuff that'll and and y- you know a lot of them aren't even animal related anymore with Animal Planet. They have a lot of shows that are just like you know I think there was a guy who builds pools. Yeah, and it was a show about you know what animals politicians are and stuff like <laughs> that. You know. Yeah, and even I mean just like stuff like YouTube. I mean people have. Have begun careers off of and now YouTube. Now you have the web. Now you have web series. Yeah, and so I, so I guess that's. I mean, the short answer now to sort of make this a shorter answer <laughs> is that there seems to be so many more opportunities. But you know, competition is still. I mean, there's a lot of people queuing up looking for work. Yeah. you know, um, it's a wonderful profession. Uh, but 
<clears throat> there is a lot of downtime. Yeah, well, I mean, you must be doing something right being in it this long. So, um, you know, kudos to you on that. <laughs> uh, now, getting well, thank in... Thank you. Perseverance, I think, is an important part of this business. But anyway. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. Um, but anyway, on, on to major crimes. Um, you know, originally it was, or not originally, I should say, but, you know, it was the closer and then it spun off into major crimes. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, for anyone who's unfamiliar with the show, uh, just a brief description about your character, uh, Lieutenant Andy Flynn. Uh, well, Andy is the kind of guy who, uh, covets loyalty very, very much. Loyalty is very important. Watching, you know, having somebody cover your back is important to him. Um, you know, if you've got Andy's back, he's got your back forever. And, uh, you know, he's one of these guys who goes right up to that, right up to the edge of, you know, the ends justify the means. But he doesn't, he doesn't cross that line, which is an interesting character to play. Cause I mean, you can, there's a lot of shows where the character crosses the line. And then you see, you know, the, the havoc that ensues, and that can be interesting, too. Right. But restraint, sometimes restraint is much more exciting and interesting to play uh, than, you know, not being restrained. Yeah, it's, it's, I so, think it's easier um, to not be restrained, you know what I mean? It, it, it takes a little more creativity to, to do it, the more restrained way, like you were talking about. Especially if you're a cop. You yeah. know, if you're a cop, nobody wants to see, you know, a mean prick cop, you know. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> they, they don't mind seeing a cop who's mad. They don't mean they don't mind seeing a cop who could become you know emotional. Right. But if he's mean and he's a prick, I mean it's like you know you want the cop to lose. Yeah, and, I mean? and my uh, actually my dad's a, a police officer, so I've I've been around uh, plenty, and that's actually more you know you're always going to have a couple guys who are kind of just dicks, but you know they're, they're, that's more of the thing. Like it's more about like a brotherhood and, and stuff like that rather than just power hungry. You know, asshole type of guy. Yeah, you can't play a guy who's just. I mean, you can if you you know. There's an interesting part to that if you're going to play this. You know, but again, it's uh, it could become disconcerting. Yeah, I find it much more interesting. You know, if for a cop like my character and a lot of the characters on the show. They just get to the point where they're about to cross over the line, and they don't. Yeah, and it's... Uh, you it, know, crossing over the line becomes a lot of responsibility with that for the writers to make sure that they don't make the characters look mean. Yeah, and it's a very you know? it's a very emotional and, and deep show at the same time with Major Crimes, which is, is I think, one of the more positive yeah. aspects about it. There's a lot of character development, and you really get into, you know, what, you know, what their lives are like besides just solving crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and, and sorry, it's interesting stuff. No, I said it's interesting stuff to play. As an actor, uh, you know, you, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of enjoyment to uh, to, uh, to to doing that. You know, you get these little side stories because, you know, in a sense, we're an episodic show. Right. We're not really a serialized show. Exactly. But James has managed to put this serialized aspect to it. I mean, like a murder she wrote. I mean, week after week, she has her quirks, and but you know, it, it wasn't so much a question of like some dangling story somewhere. Right. Yeah, I know. Same thing on Columbo. <laughs> you know, interesting <laughs> episodic shows, and but our show, we have you know a beginning, middle, and end, 
but uh, there's some things that linger. Yeah, there's and a couple underlying. Support, yeah. Underlying. There's yeah. a couple underlying. So it's like with Rusty and his mom. Right. So based on the support that we we, we really seem to be enjoying, <clears throat> um, excuse me, uh, we seem to be enjoying from the show, then uh, you know it becomes clear that uh, we you know we have this sort of with this odd hybrid. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it de- I think it definitely works. Which is and great. Yeah, it, obviously it works. <laughs> I mean, like when I did Crime Story, when I did Crime Story, Crime Story really was a serialized show that had episodic, you know, overtones to it. Okay. But it was a serial. I mean, you know, plain and simple. Torello was chasing Luca and wanted to catch him, and that was the main focus of the series. Uh, but, you know, episode after episode, there was some storyline that, had a big, had a conclusion, had an eruption and a conclusion. Yeah, I think X Files was kind of like that too, right? Well, X Files was X Files was a cool show in that regard, yeah. especially because he's 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 got this thing about believing that there's you know uh, all this unexplainable stuff out there, and that there's some truth there's truth to it. And so each week, while he's a, there's a new story, it each each new story. You know, uh, is a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's proof, proof positive that what he believes is true. Yeah. And so the, the, the episodic part of it is really, you know, supportive of the, of the serial nature of the show, which is him, you know, Muldoon or Muldoor or whatever his name is. Mulder, Tracking yeah. down, Mulder, tracking down, uh, you know, the, the, these unexplainable situations. Which is, you know, it's really well done. Chris Carter, who I know, uh, is the executive producer on that show. I used to play baseball with him. And, and it's, a, it's a clever show. It was a very clever show. Yeah, it's very cool. And, and like you said, when you can pull off that hybrid, um, between both of the types, yeah. types of shows, it really pays off. And obviously, <clears throat> um, you know, Major Crimes is no different considering it was, it's doing just as well uh, as the closer did when that was on. Now, what what can we kind of expect from tonight's episode? I know uh, it has a couple of guest stars um, on it as well. Well, what is tonight's episode? Tonight's episode is the one with the uh, foreign diplomat. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm not entirely. Sure. I just know that guest stars uh, John Tenney and Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one that involves the. Uh, uh, there's a foreign, excuse me, you need to cough in your ear. There's a foreign diplomat. That's right, that's right. And, you know, all the problems, all the problems you have with, you know, the diplomatic immunity, which, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess this, I guess, you know, you can look at it both ways. If you're an American <laughs> in a foreign country, you know, you'd, you'd want like that. to have some yeah. sort of diplomatic immunity from some, <laughs> you know, lunatics. But, but then again, when you read over what's going on in the, uh, you know, the other countries, they don't seem to pay much attention. Yeah, it is a bit, a bit of a double-edged sword but, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but we we do here pretty much, and uh, so it's an episode about how it's a it's a, it's a tough path to walk. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. I remember I got my car towed one time. And I was living in New York, and I had parked in this near the Ugandan, I think it's Uganda, you know, uh, embassy parking on in New York. Now, my car wasn't really, you know, okay, granted, I had like maybe about a foot of my car, but there was another car that was egregiously parked right in the middle. So because my car was the first one that you could get to, I got towed so the Ugandan, you know, ambassador could park. 
Oh, I remember <laughs> I almost had an international incident. I mean, because let's face fact, I mean, you know, Edie Armin was not like, you know, necessarily a cuddly kind of guy. <laughs> and I went, I went, holy shit. My friend, like, you know, was about ready to give me an injection of Dorazine because, uh, you know, I just, but, you know, after a while I went, okay, you know what? I was a little bit in the spot. You know, it's like, you know, it's like being like a little bit pregnant. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> But the other guy was parked completely in the zone. Yeah, it's a it's it's so. tough dealings when you're when you're going international like that. It's very delicate, especially yeah. with depending on the country. Obviously, I mean, you know, maybe Canada would not right. be as. I don't, uh, I don't. I mean, it was up into the coin toss as whether or not I was in the in, in parked my car extended into the the, the DPL place, mm-hmm. you know, uh, designation. But when I said to the cop who came, because I was creating quite a scene, <laughs> he said to me, are you kidding me? He goes, you expect me to knock on the door and, and complain? Like, what, 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 what are we going to do here? Yeah, exactly. He goes, you know what? He goes, you, you, you know, you got, you got the short end of the stick on this one. Yeah, you sometimes know, you just got to swallow it. like and... a man and, 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 and go get your car. And I said, all right. So, you know, I stiff up a lift it and left. But yeah. I was so in the right, you know. <laughs> Yeah, mostly are, but sometimes well, you just you gotta. If it happened in another country, who knows? Maybe some of those lunatics would have firebombed the car. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you really, you never know uh, these days, especially with you know right. everything going on overseas. But so um, now, like I like I had mentioned a couple times, this is your tenth season playing Lieutenant Andy Flynn. Was there ever an adjustment period for you once you realized this wasn't just a character you'd be playing for like a couple of years? Because a lot of people. And a lot of shows, you know, you only end up playing the same character for a couple of years, or if you're in a movie, you know, it's only one two-hour movie or something like that. But when you're playing the same character for ten years, going on ten years, and probably, you know, well and beyond that, is there any type of adjustment period that you go through? Nope. <clears throat> Not okay. <to> me. <laughs> okay. Simple enough. Um, so other than not having Kira Sedgwick on, uh, how does Major Crimes... What's the major difference, I guess, uh, from the closer? What's that? What would be the, what? the major difference uh, between major crimes and the closer, other than not having Kira Sedgwick? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess we all have more to do, I suppose, though. It was always an ensemble show to begin with. So, and then, you know, you had Kira sort of like, you know, spearheading the ensemble. And that's kind of what's going on today. I mean, it's an ensemble show with Mary you know, the head of the squad and sort of spearheading the ensemble. But we're all part of the ensemble. I mean, I know the show was called The Closer, and and Kira's character was specifically a closer, you know, in the police parlance. But, I mean, don't forget, five years of the seven years we were on the air, the show was nominated for Best Ensemble for the Screen Actors Guild Award. That's no small task when you consider shows like Boardwalk Empire, uh, Sopranos, Mad Men, um, you know, uh, Game of Thrones. Those are really, you know, ensemble kind of shows. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, we were getting nominated along with them. And even That's uh, competition. Lost was on at the same time too, and that was that was basically all ensemble. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, there were certain people whose names came first in the credits. Right. You know, and that's part of the, the way. You know, that's the way it's designed. Now, you know, Kira. <clears throat> Kira was, you know, she was in a, a very important part of our show. Yeah, do, do you know if there's any plans to have her guest star at any point in Major Crimes? Not that I know of. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I'm not trying to be coy. No. <laughs> I'm not, not trying to give away a surprise. I mean, I really don't, I don't, I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe that's the case. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I feel you like if, know. you know, never say never. Yeah, I feel like if that does happen, it would probably be a last minute scheduling thing anyway. Right. And it's like, it's like that whole part of that story is, you know, and everything connected to it is, is, uh, <clears throat> sort of, excuse me, it's sort of done. You know, and right. I don't, you know, it's like sometimes, sometimes you're better off leaving things, leaving them on a, on a strong note instead of like, you know, it's like, I remember one time, God rest his soul, Brandon Tartikoff, when he was alive, uh, you know, I was pretty friendly with him mm-hmm. and there was talk about doing a, uh, a television version of To Kill a Mockingbird. And I remember I was with him and his wife and she Lily said to him, uh, no, Brandon, just, just leave it alone. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, what's the point? He goes, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so it's like the same thing with, same thing with the closer. It's like, she left on a high note. Yeah. She left the winner. You know, you know, what is she going to do? Come back and say, oh, I've developed the gambling problem. I mean, <laughs> you know, what, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. They, what, what do we, what are we it, it, it would be kind of hard to work that back in there. Um, now, right. Uh, yeah, I so. have been, uh, we do, every once in a while we get a chance to uh, answer some questions we get from our listeners either on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, I have gotten uh, quite a few tweets actually asking me uh, to check with you if you'd like to see more of a relationship develop with Sharon and Andy. And, and back to the whole hashtag thing, everybody likes to combine names, you got the Shandy going on. Yeah, I would love to see more of it. Uh, <laughs> and I, <clears throat> it's my understanding that you know, again, James runs a very uh, interesting, you know, out, uh, program for the show. Mm-hmm. He's very, I mean, he's, his hit the program in his head as to what's going to be in the program of the show is everything is done. I don't want to say like it's like super thought out and overly methodical and you know controlled, right? But I mean, he's got he, he has an idea of where he wants to go with that. And one thing that I know he probably wants to do, though he hasn't said it to me personally, is he probably wants to move slow on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because, and I mean, and I say that seems to be the case because it seems like we are moving slow on it. But it's there, and the tease, and the tease is fun to play with, you know, with Mary and me. You know, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah, and I think I taking mean, how do relationship. Your- like that go on anyway yeah exactly they just automatically one night uh, they go out to eat and they throw each other down on the bedroom that <laughs> you when they get back to the apartment or that they <clears throat> sort of you know shuffle their feet a little bit and it's like because it's a it's a big deal she's the captain yeah you know? so you gotta you know it's like you know and the other thing is what's so important about uh you know when you're on when you're in the field doing this stuff it's taking care of each other and not you know you imagine what it would be like if you had a beef with somebody yeah yeah you, <laughs> you don't want to I mean? mess that up um are you guys right. how far into production are you for the season we're just about ready to start shooting episode we're, well look we're finishing episode nine okay and by wednesday okay and then we start episode 10 uh on thursday i believe and then we have a little we have a little mini break and then we go and then we do uh, episode 11. Okay. And, and there's 19 total, work right? all the way through to November. 
19 total. 10 aired and 10 air in the summer and, and nine air in the winter. So I guess I guess it would be safe to say that we will see a few or uh, viewers will see a few more others uh, Sharon and Andy moments throughout you know the remaining episodes of season three. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you'll see one tonight, too, as a matter of fact, I remember correctly. Oh, there you go. Uh, so. Now, I know you, other than Major Crimes, you actually have a few other projects coming up pretty soon. I know there's Dementia, Dirty. Yes, I have three different movies. I have three different movies, Dementia, Dirty, and uh, and uh, Atlas Shrugged. Okay, and can you tell us anything about those? I mean, just a, a basic. I know there's three of well, them, so I don't want to. <laughs> they're all features. One is about... Uh, one is about the psychological problems that soldiers go through. They, they they amp it up a little bit to make it a little bit more, uh, you know, not science fictiony, but they're just amping it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, and um, that one I'm executive uh, producing, and um, that's dementia, right? As well as acting in it. dementia. Okay. Dirty is about you know dirty cops, and I play a captain, uh, a commander. Who's trying to deal with you know the, the, the what's going on in his squad? And okay. Trying to catch you know catch the dirty cops, and uh, and then uh, Atlas Shrugged is based on the you know the uh, the series of movies Atlas Shrugged, and this is the third installment, and I play a character named Cuffy Cuffy Miggs, who was in the original novel, but in the storytelling. Didn't show up in the in the in the uh, until later on in the novel, okay. and he's a you know pretty pretty severe character. Okay, and those are all coming out later this year, right? All 2014. Yes, yes. I don't I, I don't know exactly when. I mean, I, I but yeah, 2014, I believe. Sure. Yeah, I, I I you can go off IMDb, but I I only usually take that you know to heart so much. Um, but I, I mean, obviously, you've been pretty busy, so I mean, that's always good, especially. You know, this day and age, like you said, with that, as much as there is to do. Um, right. Now, I know uh, the interview's just about wrapped up, but before we, we uh, let you go, we usually like to end our interviews here on Next Level Radio with what's called rapid fire. They're just, they're not as bad as they sound. It's just a, a few quick questions to kind of get to know you a little bit better personally. Shoot. Okay, so Shoot. Your, your first one is pretty easy. What's your favorite pizza topping? What's my what? Favorite pizza topping? Uh, just plain Nabla Don style, just cheese and sauce. That's okay. It. Uh, if I had to like pick one, if you like twisted my arm, I would say maybe uh, mushroom. But for the most part, I like it plain. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, next one, if you could guest star on any other TV series, which one would you want to guest star on? Oh, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> but one that I would probably get a kick out of uh, guest starring on would be Veep. Veep? Okay, yeah, that's uh, uh, I love that show. Veep. I was gonna say that's that's got I, a lot I get of uh, a kick out of that show. I really do. And oh, and Orange is the New Black. I just started watching that. Oh, I gotta, I gotta start. I've been meaning to start that one. It's been on, on my queue for a while now. It's good. You're I mean, telling I, me you know, it's worth like, it. I like I have like, I have like, <laughs> I have three or four favorite shows. <laughs> I love uh, Veep. I love um, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, and I, I'm really enjoying Orange is the New Black. That I get like such a kick out of those three shows, uh, you know. And I'm and Game of Thrones. So no, everybody any loves one of those of four would be would would be cool. Awesome. Um, next one, uh, I might know the answer because I don't know if you hinted at it earlier. What's your favorite sport? 
Baseball. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Are you a, a Yankees guy or a Mets guy? Uh, I guess I'm a Yankees guy. I mean, you know, I haven't, uh, I don't, I mean, I like the underdog, whoever they may be. Usually the Mets. <laughs> one of the reasons why, is, but it's usually it's the Yankees because everybody hates them. That's true. That is true. So, so that, so I, you know, they're always the underdog. People want them to lose. Yeah, my my I'm dad's uh, my dad's from the Bronx, so he actually raised me to at least like the Yankees. So I don't hate them. So I mean, there's that. Right. <laughs> but being from Philadelphia, I kind of have I'd to. I'd like to see the Cubs finally do it, just to get it over with. Yeah, that's you know true. I mean? So you can stop hearing about I mean, it's it. Like when people say, when like when the Boston Red Sox won, <clears throat> and I was like, oh yeah, well you know, good for them, you know, good for the Red Sox, and and people were saying, you really mean that? And I said, well, at least they can't blame the curse of the Bambino anymore. Yeah. I mean, get over that. Stop with that. <laughs> yeah, really. But then they yeah. won it again a but, few I mean, years but, later. But the thing is that. Right, if they're your if they're your best rival, you know, or your favorite rival, it means that they play quality ball. I mean, the Red Sox are a good ball club. Yeah, you know, and uh, when you, the Yankees play the Red Sox, you're going to usually ninety percent of the times you're going to watch a damn good game. Yeah, I was going to say every even if you know you think the teams aren't good that year, they always play a good game against each other. Um, right. Last right. one before we let you go. Where have you never been, but you always wanted to go? Where have I never been that I've always wanted to go? Um, Doesn't even necessarily have Israel. to. Israel. Israel? Okay. Israel. I was going to say, yeah. it could have been space if you wanted. <laughs> uh, but no, that's a good, definitely a good answer. Um, all right. Well, well, Tony, I really want to thank you for joining us, or joining me, I should say. Uh, and again, thank you for uh, tweeting and sharing about our, our page. Um, it's been a real pleasure having sure. you on. Thank you very much, Adam. Yeah, um, you can watch Tony, like I said earlier, on Major Crimes tonight and every Monday at 9, 8 central on TNT. Also, make sure you follow him on Twitter at RealTonyDennison. Thanks for listening to Next Level Radio. Make sure you head over to nextlevelradioonline.com for more guest spotlights along with our other shows throughout the week. And be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on iTunes. That wraps up another Next Level Radio guest spotlight. See you next time.